You know what I found out? If I drink 40 ounces of water, I can have all the energy drinks I want. You know, you can always get that's an IV. How it, that's how addicted. Well, no, it turns out my psoriasis is caused because I have an outbreak all over my head, as you can see. My ears even. Mm-hmm. My ears. It used to just be a little bit at the top of my ears. Down my chest, my back. It's crazy. Like, I shouldn't be on camera. Sorry, everyone. It's so bad that most people would hide and be like, holy shit, don't ever take a picture of me. Bottoms up. Cheers. I can respect that. Yeah. I can respect that. Every, I'm guessing, 16 ounce needs an extra 24 of water. (laughs) Yeah. But some days I just don't drink a a lot of anything, and then I'll forget to eat, and then I'll go home, eat, and then I'm like... Yeah. But I think there's something to do with the way the bacteria in my gut is handling things. Uh, Leaky gut syndrome, you ever heard of it? Uh, I think you told me about it a little bit, but I really haven't. there's like bacteria in my gut that can't be processed right. So anytime I eat certain things, my body has reaction to the food I'm eating like it's trying to fight the food. So hence the psoriasis, mm-hmm. hence the uh, the sleepiness. So I was like, okay. And I'm seeing a specialist in December. So, or I might die. Kids will be like, oh, daddy's gone. But his money's still here. <laughs> so, what do you been up to? Uh, nothing much. Um, got some patience in today and got some patience after this. Right. After this? Yeah. Drink up. Drink up? Yeah. For the patience after this? Yeah. Shit. When did you schedule them? Well, I gave them some times and they were like, they can't make any of them. And I'm like, <laughs> well, I was like, I have something at 530, but I can get you in after if you like. Yeah. And they were... They're like, yeah, six thirty would work great, and I'm like, well, let's go seven just in case. Yeah. And they're like, cool, but you know, this doesn't smell anything like the rum. No, no. I wonder what that rum would be aged. Like, does it say it's aged? Finished in rum barrels with natural flavors added. So I bet it would be even better if it was like aged in those casket barrels. I wonder if they do. I mean, I didn't buy this. A friend bought it for me whenever they went to Breckenridge. Well, shoot. That's supposed to be for special occasions, no? It is a special occasion. Welcome to the podcast. Back again. I know the only reoccurring you know, guest has been Dakota, who, if you all have wondered, Dakota just stopped talking to me out of nowhere. I assumed somebody like Seth had said something to him. Mm-hmm. Seth and Dakota didn't really like each other. Dakota would come by, say, episode 14's coming soon, like Seth was being fired. Seth was always like a below average employee. He would break things. He'd kind of fuck up. But he was very... I'm not used to paying people $12 an hour, but I love it. It's very convenient for what I charge. The average ticket customer pays me 150 bucks for a 15 to a 30-minute repair. So if that is $300 an hour on average, and I'm paying $12 for the labor doing it, sure, I'm happy. If I was paying $25, $30, and there's a bunch of redo time and more technical shit like in California, sure. A little tighter end. But $12, you can fuck a few things up. It's totally fine. (laughs) Take your time. No, you need an extra time. Go ahead. Like, I'm fine with that. So I was going to let back up to the story. Dakota no longer talks to me out of nowhere. It was like the expo I think I mentioned. I was like, man, just Mm -hmm. not talking to me. Cool. After that, I don't. I tend not to play games with people like that. I will just block their phone number and let it go. Like, here you go. Sorry. 
they'll come say something. If I did the same to you, you probably would be the person who would like, hey, what's up? Swing by the shop because you've done that. You've swung by the shop and I've not talked to you. Yeah. You're more outgoing in that way. But, boy, I don't know what else Seth said because he said that uh, people had said that I called around and told a bunch of people that he was deploying. I was like, yeah, like I cared. and I don't know anybody in town, so. <laughs> that was a case I never got a phone call. I know, right? Yeah, wait for telling me, Chris. I know. Had to hear it from Seth. The only person I said that uh, I think I said he was shipping out to uh, Dakota. Like I said, maybe him and Dakota are now best buds. I I don't care. Long live friendship. But I I just don't like the telephone game that uh, Oklahomans or Western Oklahoma people try to play. Yeah, because like. What he said isn't what you said. What you said isn't what he said to her that one time in that place to that person. And it just gets all... It's so much drama here. Yeah. How much drama do you guys get in the in the bars? So much. So much I can't even keep up with it, honestly, anymore. Like, I don't even... I don't even care. <laughs> Let, but let's hear it. There's got to be something. I mean, you say that, and last night I was sitting at Patriot Pub, and then somebody was talking about their drama where... Um, their significant other messed with somebody else who I think was like married or in town? Yeah, in town. Ooh. And I was just trying to, you know, just like minding my own business, but it's literally just me, my buddy, the lady, and then the bartender, bartendress. So you've got a one in fourteen hundred chance of somebody being involved in that situation even in that pub. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's such a small town, just so you know. <laughs> somebody knows somebody or is friends on Facebook with somebody involved. Yeah, and yeah. I was, and uh, she was like, how are you enjoying the story? And I was like, hey, you know, like, I was over here watching my buddy over here playing Magic the Gathering on his phone, trying to uh, not not really listen in on the conversation, oh even God. though it's like just the four of us here. I couldn't imagine. Yeah. There, there's so much cheating and, and scandal shit that the South is known for. Like, Bobby and Joe ended up fucking my man, and blah, 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 had a kid, and now we're all friends 15 years later. There, there's so many stories. Oh, yeah. It's, it's weird. That's why I was like, when you go to the bar often, you must hear all kinds of crazy shit. The clip with Linda and... Uh, Julie mm -hmm. from our the vlog <laughs> and me going to her house didn't make the vlog cut today. Did you see it? I did not. No, so I posted the vlog. My editor cut it out. <laughs> Helen, <laughs> fucking thank you. It's one of those times where your editor is like, you know what, you need jack shit. I just skipped over. It. <laughs> like what? It was such a gem of content, and then he was like, oh, I don't know how I missed it. It was only copied three times to the same Google Drive. Just like the juicy part of it. The juicy part of me, like, all right, going over to Crazy Bitch's house, showing up at Crazy Bitch's house. Hey, Crazy. Oh, I'm burning garlic. Would you like to come over? Oh, sorry, I'm in a row. It's just Julie acting so, like, single, batshit, southwestern woman. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, no, my mother's got dementia. Oh, my... Like, where's the please? And then she's like, well, let me call my mother's sister who doesn't have dementia that controls her money. Beep, boop, beep, boop, 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 beep, boop, boop, boop. You want to talk to the guy who knows what he's talking about, about mommy getting new phone and new TV and new everything. She's like, what, 50? And he's like, Chris, go ahead. Hands Chris me the phone. I'm like, 
Hi, I don't give a shit. I just want to sell her a new phone so she doesn't contact me every day about a broken phone. <laughs> That's it. And Julie's <clears throat> like, but, 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 takes the phone. It's all on camera. Sure, very shitty picture from my cell phone in my pocket. But still, you get all this audio and this juicy shit going on. And he threw it all out. After that, the mom wasn't there because she ran off to Walmart. Mm-hmm. The phone's broken, tablet's broken. She's like, I'm going to the ranch down the road. And so I'm like, I'll go to Walmart. I got shit to buy. Totally fine. I go to Walmart. Guess who I run into at the, at the end of my trip? And I'm like, you know what? I've got everything I need. I'm about to leave. Do I interject and try and tell her what I need to tell her? Or do I leave? I should have left. But 15 minutes later, we're talking about cats at her ranch. Another 20 minutes goes by, and we're talking about her car. Another 15 minutes goes by, and Walmart's asking why we're just sitting in the middle of the aisle. <laughs> Somebody literally came up to you and asked yeah, you? Yeah, just the, the loss person or prevention person. They had a little radio and, like, a, a pullover. Uh-huh. I was like, yeah, we're just kind of hanging out, having a chit-chat. It's probably been, like, 30, 40 minutes. In reality, maybe, like, 15 minutes, but it felt like forever. And sure as shit, she's not going to buy a new phone, not going to buy a new TV, not going to buy a new iPad. She wants the same ones to break and fix and break and fix or uh, to slick and fix from her Crisco days. For some reason, she will not listen to me. I don't I don't know why. So the next day, she shows up at my house. At my house. Not, Sunday. We're closed. Shows up at the house. Come on in to be friendly. Crazy elderly. She's like, Chris, I need to sit down. Chris, I need to sit down. It's like she's walking, has a walker in her car, doesn't use it. And I'm like, yeah, sit down. Kids are like, crazy lady, who are you? Stays far away from them. She seems like a sweet old lady, but she was hyperventilating at the idea of just walking in a house. Mm-hmm. So I think everyone was like, no, we're good for right now. I was like, okay, that's fine. Uh, what can I do for you? I need you to fix my phone. I can't live without my phone. I got to go to the ranch. Got to do it X, Y, and Z. So I take uh, my tweezers that I have at home. I clean out a charge port. Here's your phone. It's working. Say Levy. Every story in the book about her husband Jess, life, how her daughter's batshit crazy and she wishes a man would take her off her hands. Uh, <laughs> how she paid $5,000 to move her daughter from Idaho or Utah, one or the other, to Woodward, Oklahoma. I don't want to get it wrong. I just don't give a shit. <laughs> Moved her here, and now all her shit is in her garage, just wilting away because they had a flood. Like, water's dripping on all her nice shit, and then she blames her mom. Damn. And apparently, she's in the will for 150 grand, and uh, she owns, like, $220,000 worth of stuff and money and, and whatever. I'm like, I don't need to know this. Why would I need to know any of this? Can you please just leave? I got to go to a hike with my daughter. I want fun with my son. She's like, oh, you, you want me to help clean? My house isn't dirty. How dare you? She's like, oh, no, I just like to clean. Okay. <laughs> now clean my house. I just don't want a random another grandma in my house. Not right. Now. There's nothing I can do for you. And sure as shit, she was there, what, Monday? Yeah. Yeah, because that's when I stopped by, the day before your birthday. All right. God, my birthday was yesterday. I had a story of a guy today at the uh, the front desk. It was like his mom came by to fix his Apple Watch. Apparently, his Apple Watch stopped charging. Pretty typical. 80 bucks. We'll fix the Apple Watch not charging. It's like five minutes. Heat, open, Apple Watch battery, done. It's one screw. 
annoying to open unless you know how. But what they didn't brace me for is the human excrement that was inside the Apple Watch. Mm. So I wondered, I'm like, how inside the speakers and the little haptic motor is there human shit inside this Apple Watch? Are you like 100%? 100% dried human shit. Not like animal? Nope. Had to heat it. I had to heat it up. So it smelled like actual shit. You know what I mean? You ever burnt shit before? No. Okay. Is that something that normal people do? Just burn their shit? No, I probably know what it smells like because I used to burn those bags like Happy Gilmore. (laughs) Oh, Um, dog shit? Yeah. Human shit burns easier. More methane, I think. (laughs) I mean, I know what just regular shit smells like. Imagine that. In a wildfire. Mm. Yeah, that's what it smells like. So I open, I close it, I clean it up, and I'm like, hey, I'm charging you an extra $60 for the cleaning. It's like a hazmat fee just for me, cleaning out everything. I don't care what it was, but it smelled like human shit. She's like, no, it was human shit. Oh. 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 Yeah, she just straight up told you. Yeah. Turns out he works for a sewage company. (sighs) And his watch went swimming. And that's why the battery started dying right after. So I didn't even need to swap the battery. I just needed to clean the human shit out of the uh, the circuitry. I mean, I guess it's better than any alternative. Like, yeah, I mean, it's his job. Money, but it's like, you could have told me <clears throat> when I asked you, how did this happen? It's not like, oh, it's just the old age. It's, nah, I dropped in human shit. Or I dropped it in a porta potty, or I dropped it in water, something to be like. Let me put on some gloves first. Right. That's the process. This time it was all dry, so it just looked like a dirty watch. So I'm like putting it on there. I probably touched my mouth at some point. I don't know. It didn't look like it was as disgusting as it sounds until 15 minutes in when I start heating up the screen. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, it's really not releasing for some reason. It's it's being kind of hard here. And then you smell it. I need another shot. You didn't touch your eyes, did you? Oh, God, I don't know. Yeah, I might. Scru- I scrubbed everything, man. But human shit. That, that was today's thing, so cheers to that. Cheers. Human shit, I guess. It gets smoother the more you drink. Always still, does. I still got one hell of a bite. Uh, yeah, but that's good. I wonder what rum tastes like when pirates were around because if rum was smoother and they could drink it every day I don't think it would bite or like hurt your throat as much as normal alcohol nowadays I don't know those pirates back in the day were probably savages oh god probably with scurvy and everything going around yeah they probably didn't care what the taste was as long as it got them how bad have you ever met with somebody with scurvy Mm -mm. no what's the worst case of something as an EMT you've dealt with Untreated wounds, and then you get maggots in it. What? Yeah. I've seen a, a documentary or a treatment where somebody got maggots placed in their foot for, like, dead tissue or something. Yeah, yeah, no. Like, sometimes... But never intentionally, like, disregarding your, your wound and getting maggots. Oh, yeah. So, like, I went to a patient's house. You know, they called 911, right? And they were complaining of pain in their foot. They had previously gone... And gotten surgery, and now it was like them trying to take care of it, but they weren't the ones taking care of it. It was their family members who were taking care of it, but they were 
not taking care. They weren't yeah. they weren't changing the dressings. They were just kind of touching it and going, "Ah, you're okay." Yeah. And then they're like, "Yeah, my my leg hurts." And <laughs> we we unwrap it and we start to check it out and yeah, just bukus of maggots on their on their leg. Is it all the way up their leg? Just in just like in the spot that it was. I think it was like the um like shin area. Is that something that they got how long do you think it takes to get something like that? For maggots? Yeah. I'm not hundred percent sure, but I think they said they'd gone like a couple weeks without treatment or cleaning. Yeah, or a week or so without cleaning it. And they're supposed to do it every day. Yeah, I could assume. So was this person overweight or like No, they were just they just needed help. They were they were wheelchair bound, and so why would the family not help? Well, I'm this assuming they were supposed to help. Yeah, and they just were just like, oh, you know, like it looks fine on the outside, so you should be good. It sounds like one of those like lazy kid moments, like your grandparents was res- trying to rely on their grandkid, and then they're like, yeah, you're good, nanny. Can I yeah. have some money? Thank you, Billy Joe. And then we get to the hospital, and it's like all up to them now to clean it up. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, that was wild. If they're wheelchair-bound, can they even put their leg up? Like, mm-hmm. they can't? Well, it depends. Injuries? Uh, I can't remember. It was like some kind of surgery or something. You have any, like, I don't think you can get in trouble unless you say, like, name and, like, whatever their medical treatment is that's HIPAA right yeah, yeah. I, I try to just give like the vaguest but yeah. still like I see people talking about stories about being an EMT all the time there's a guy who's like real EMT stories on TikTok mm-hmm. the big bald guy oh yeah yeah, yeah the like, firefighter oh, guy do you, have you seen anything like that some of his stuff yeah have you seen his stories have you related to anything have you seen oh for sure stories oh yeah yeah 100% what's the funniest shit you've seen the funniest yeah one night, boom, call, go out to somebody's house or porch or trailer, and action. What happens? Uh, we get called to um, a patient's place because their significant other was supposedly having, a, like, a heart attack. Mm-hmm. And we get there, and they're doing chest compressions. And, like, you can you can hear the other spouse that they're doing chest compressions on, like, I was like, no, I'm still, I'm still alive. They're, they're older. They were older. And she can't hear him? Apparently not. see him? I mean, apparently the lady was just freaking out. And then we take her spouse, who was supposedly having the, the heart attack issue. And, uh, we put him in an ambulance and they're like, I'm dead. And we're like, um... No, you're not. And they're like, I'm, I'm dead. And I was like, Well, you're talking to us, so we know that you're not, you're not dead. You said they were elderly, right? They were older, yeah. Okay. So no. is this a possibility of meth? No. 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 Meth. No. Okay. I think they were just in that time in their life when kind of like their mind wasn't like it used to be. What do you get when you get two people and Alzheimer's in the same room together? One, two, three. I'm still alive. One, two, three. He's dead. One, two, three. He's dead. Yeah, be it. <laughs> you fucking imagine. Yeah, you get cr- you get crazy, crazy things happening. 
Dude, as an EMT, I couldn't imagine the amount of shit you've seen. Just blood and gore, guts, cool. But it, more hilarity, I'm sure. Because you said you were in New York for a period of time? Yeah, I was. Uh, so I not only worked here in Woodward, still like part time, I guess. I don't know. Uh, Watonga EMS, Ellis County EMS. Um, I was in New York State. I was in Syracuse for Syracuse, yeah. like two and a half months. So when you were in Syracuse, did you go to like, is it mainly around the college areas that you would get called or? No, it? everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Just wherever they needed. They had a, uh, like a boardwalk, right? In Syracuse that was uh, kind of like a carnival. What do they call that? Not when we were there. No. It was, uh, it was like we were there January, February and March. 21 or 20? 21. Yeah. And it was like. We get there and it was like it was snowing still up there. There was like a couple of days where we were told that we weren't going to be on call because the weather conditions were just so outrageous. Like there was a blizzard that came through upstate New York. I used to live in uh, Baltimore, Maryland, Aberdeen Proving Grounds, and man, every winter there was like two feet of snow. You're stuck in for a couple of days, so we would always prepare for that week after christmas mm -hmm. it was like all right here we go we're gonna stack up prep get everything ready and then i, I think it was my first year there and i was like one day of snow foot of snow great boom blizzard here you go the next day 70 degree weather it's like i just spent like a quarter of my paycheck on all this food yeah and now i can just get pizza and hot dogs Sounds like Oklahoma. Oh, yeah. I've always been a fast food aficionado. So yeah. When I find something I like, I just... Same thing when I lived in California. I'd get Togo's every single day. It was just the convenient. I'd get a turkey and cheese toasted to a number seven, two dips of Chipotle, Lay's barbecue chips every day. Convenience, man. It was just hot and ready. They had it for me at one, sometimes one fifteen. I had my assistant go get it done. Imagine you are a person running a business, living in a fast-speed city. You got an assistant, you got a family, you deal with your 9 to 5, sometimes 9 to 9, doesn't matter, 24-7 job. And then you move to a little small town and you're like, huh, nothing. You have nothing in the same thing, in the same way, like your foods, your drinks, your watering holes in this area. Mm -hmm. What would you do? Like in this scenario, I'm moving from a big city to a small town. Honestly, I have no idea. It'd be like a whole like yeah. world getting turned upside down. It's a culture shock. Yeah. Yeah. So now we have, what is it? Loves has their their sub place that is kind of, we'll say 60% of the taste Togo's got. Cool. That subsides it. The only thing I'm missing, I would say from California, poker rooms. There's no poker rooms. Hmm. I can't run for an afternoon run on cards if I wanted to. Yeah. And it's everything here, like, cool. That's the only thing we really don't have. That and traffic. I kind of miss traffic just because you're singing to yourself and it's everything you ever wanted in the afternoon to let go of the stress. And then, bam, you're right back at it. You can still do that here. No, you can't. It's called a late night drive. Try it. You'll get pulled over. Like that, and then Officer Officer Overton's going to be like, you know, if you're all out of love and you're so lost without me, you should have just called. 
Speeding. $110 fine. Here you go. I've done it. I've done. He stalks me. Maybe all these people sound like they just want a little loving from Mr. Love. <laughs> Probably. God. You got yourself some admirers. Dude, so Seth uh, officially quit, right? Mm-hmm. And then not even 20 minutes after he left, Kyle here came and applied. I, for some reason, am now taking this town as like it is almost faded, where one thing ends, another begins instantly. It's what what I, I, Nietzsche said some shit. What serendipity? Serendipity. Everything is serendipitous. In the last week, it has been like Bing Bing, Bing Bing, Dun Dun Dun. One after another, something has happened. Whether it's good and bad, bad and good, good and better. Better and great. Um, like I think I told you about the casino last week because mm-hmm. we had lost the weekend before at the expo, and then we went to the casino the weekend after. I'm starting to get a little tipsy from your room, and uh, we killed it, killed it. Didn't tell you about that, did I? Uh, I think that's what you were going to tell me today well, about. We fucked the casino six ways from Sunday. I'm an addicted gambler. My name is Christopher Love, and I am here to share my story. Hi, Chris. I lost fifty-one thousand two hundred and something dollars, and then I won all of that back in three weeks of gambling consecutively. Because it was one week for like seven grand. I, I don't know if Dakota was pissed about this because I texted him every time I was winning because he mm. usually was with me, and I would feed him money, um, and then he would lose it, and then all of a sudden. Uh, stop texting me back. But yeah, so I won, what was that, the week after that 51 grand, six grand, and it was cool. I won another 10 grand. We flew our parents out. We took them to the casino. I lost $4,000 through, I want to say 2,800 was my cash. 1,200 was what I brought from a previous trip. I was like, okay, cool. Let's go back. We said we weren't going to go back. We were going to take a month break. And you know what's funny? It was, and people of this podcast know, my wife's cousin came by and was like, hey, you know what we could all do together? So basically, I ended up, my parents lost money from the casino. I ended up going back the next week. We broke our deal because her cousin was like, we need to go to the casino because that's all she does and her husband doesn't go, but like that's all she does for fun. Nothing against my wife's cousin, but that is her grown self's entertainment. That's it. So since that's her only form of entertainment, she shows up all friendly, and I don't know if you watch the podcast. There's been some drama. So she's friendly now. And so we're like, okay, sure, let's go to the casino. Let's have fun with family. It'll be great. She dips out last second. So now just me and my wife are going to the casino that we said we wouldn't go for a month. And we just lost $3,000 the week before, and our winnings are all spent paying off. We had a credit card we did this we did that we were like all right cool got new phones got new this tires kids bullshit halloween birthdays whatever all of it's spent we have no more winnings spare in our pockets so we're like you know what my associate who bought one of my locations in california just paid me today seven thousand dollars okay we'll take two thousand dollars from that and we'll go to the casino maximum two thousand dollars we're down nineteen hundred and fifty dollars in the first hour. <laughs> and um, I repeat, we're down $1,950 in the first hour. And then we hit our first hand pay for 1450 
And I'm like, okay, cool. It's great. I got like another 150 in the machine. Back to back, hit another bonus, another $2,800. I'm like, okay, well, that's fun. Not even four spins after, another $3,274. I'm like, what the fuck? Okay, now it's starting to heat up. So we start playing back and forth, this and that. My wife goes to another machine, hits another $1,500 hand pay. I go to another machine on the opposite side, another two hand pays. Let's just say we murdered that casino. Uh, we ended up leaving very well up, and uh, we're going back this weekend. What day is it today? It is only Wednesday. We'll be there at 72 hours. The problem is they give me near $300 or $400 a week, technically, no, that would be $300 every three days in free play. Mm-hmm. So it's $900 a week in free play? Sounds right. So would you drive 40 miles to at least try your luck every three days? Yeah. I would too, but my wife won't let me. I wish I could every three days. Like, honey, I'll be home to get milk, blah, blah. But she knows I'm a horrible addicted gambler and I lose <laughs> the kids' tuition. Um, but, dude, we've been killing it. At It's weird because it's only like a six, a set of six machines that have been so good to us. And I know that the luck will turn. Mm-hmm. It never stays up forever. Never. But let me live this high while I can. Oh, yeah, 100%. That's, that's I, yeah, you deserve it. That's what I'm trying. And people won't let me. So, like, it's a horrible thing. As long as I have money in my bank account to pay for milk, diapers, food, etc. My son should be out of diapers really soon. But... Uh, then yeah, fuck off, everybody. Otherwise, enjoy. Yeah, everyone's just mad that you're you're winning. Well, Dakota had went with me the first two times I was winning and didn't believe the winning idea. And then I was like, okay, here's four, here's six, here's... I gave him $1,200 in one night, and he blew through all of it. And so that was the night I was up like 70, 7,500 bucks. Mm-hmm. And so throughout the night, I kept giving him like 100, 200, you know. And uh, he hit a jackpot for me at the end of the night. And all the taxes were taken out because he didn't want to pay the taxes. I'm like, oh, cool. cool. If you don't actually hit, because he kept bragging that he hit all these jackpots, won all this money or lost all this money all year. If you don't actually do that and you're, you're getting caught for, you know, embellishing a little, it's cool. If you want to try and play the game and be like, oh, I'm kind of with the cool kids. Tell me, because now it's affecting money that I'm going to get. I know I've lost close to 100000 this year. Mm-hmm. I'm not paying taxes on a $1,700 jackpot that you ended up hitting the lucky start button for me while standing by me. But he's like, yeah, take the taxes out. I don't want to pay taxes on that. Like, if you just said no and you have spent more than $1,700, you're not going to pay a dime. If you said yes and you've never hit a jackpot and you've only lost, you're getting that money back at the end of the year. He's like, I'll give it to my tax person. We all know Dakota. He doesn't have a tax person. He has his family's tax person that probably deals with it for him um but i just thought it was the funniest shit <laughs> i was like yeah that's like 700 bucks going straight to you i was like you owe me a fucking steak and shrimp dinner steak and lobster whatever it is fucking most fancy shit in april of next year and that's probably why he's not talking to me now because he owes you a surf and turf exactly surf and turf that's what the name i was trying to think of <laughs> he just doesn't want to give it to me but what have you been up to last week what have you been doing besides going to the bar honestly just working going to the bar yeah you, what do you do nothing you know uh, frisbee golf you know fish nothing what hobbies are you into magic together. besides magic what, what is an outdoor sunlight hobby yeah i mean if i had the money for it i'd go 
and do like some traveling, some road tripping. No, like a hobby you could do any time of the day. Something you could literally do on a week by week basis. Work. <laughs> Work. <laughs> What's that, <laughs> that mega yeah. chat thing? That work <laughs> right there <laughs> treat me like what is don't get me dirty love love on me oh my god it's the only way i'm going to try and get these ladies cuz all they want is men with money dude i i made a comment today i was like you know i'm oklahoman now that's all it is the boots the jeans I went to Atwoods and tried to return two pairs of jeans because the belt loops ripped within like a week of owning them. Mm-hmm. Was, uh, they're slim straight, 40 by 32 was the size of the waist. I know I'm fat. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. But let me know why, if the belt loops rip immediately on the first pull, why I am not allowed to return these belts or these uh, pants. I'm waiting for your answer. Oh, he didn't have one. Okay. Well, the manager said because they don't care. That's why. They don't want to return them. But I also found out that if you call and tell the district manager to get involved because Wrangler says to call you and get returned so that it's on your check, uh, basically, I'll go back like fucking 25 minutes here. I called Wrangler instead of going to Atwoods and said, hey, I've got two pairs of pants, cost me $60 a piece. I would like to return said pairs of pants. They wouldn't take them. So then I went there, and I was like, hey, you really need to return these pants. Wrangler says that you are the ones to send them to because it would be easier to say they are defective through you than for me to send them and FedEx them at, like, $120, you know, to send them out under a warranty claim instead. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, cool. Let me call my district manager, my GM, my person, whatever. Nobody's answering. There's no manager on duty any weekend except for 4 to 6 p.m. So I asked. I was like, Why? And uh, what happens if you burst a pipe or somebody robbed the store? What would happen? They're like, got to wait till four, four to six the next day. Exactly. Seriously? Wait till four to six the next day. Yeah, that's small town living for you. That's crazy <laughs> to me. I was like, dude, I don't, if I lived a hour, what is it, an hour or a half an hour away, I wouldn't want to come back and like travel this far just because you can't call your boss to say yay or nay yeah you know what i mean especially for 120 dollars in pants refund it give me store credit i don't care i'll spend it right now i'll never come back well that's the thing like they're gonna be like well who else are you gonna go to another atwoods i still have like four days left of my return Mm -hmm. i if if they hypothetically said no i was gonna be very petty and purchase online two new pairs of pants Slip those pairs of pants and then ship those back. But I didn't have to go that shitty route. Didn't have to go the swap out route. The manager, well, technically the assistant general manager, which is really not even a manager, just the person who oversees the bullshit. So like an assistant to the general manager? Yeah. An assistant who's like above the manager. I don't know what the fuck she is. But she had a number that was higher than the manager. So she's like, she must be. She was like, I'm just going to give you a refund. Well, it's not for me saying, well, can you call your district manager? Somebody who can say yes, because it's in the policy, defective parcels can be sent back. They said they're not defective, they're damaged. I'm like, okay, is it within 30 days? So look up the word damaged in your policy. Does it look like it's damaged by me or the user? Or does it look like a damage on the seam of the clothing unit slash whatever? It, it's basically under their policy. They need to refund or return or exchange the device, mm-hmm. the, uh, the parcel. 
I was like, all right, cool. Let me just get another pair of pants. Brand new. I'll sell them online. I already bought two new pairs after this from Levi. Great. Still wearing them to this day. Sure as shit. Got my money back after all the arguing. Don't need to spend any more money there today. You know what's another good brand for pants? What? 511. Why have I heard that? It's like a uh, like a first responder kind of military. Tactical OKC? Mm-hmm. They have some really good pants. And I've I literally. Wear nothing but cargo pants. Wow. LA police gear is only $15. 511 tactical, 58 bucks. But they have like really good jeans. Really well made jeans too. Like I, I wore those jeans out and they were my favorite pair. The only jeans I would ever wear. Really? Yeah. I had one pair of jeans and now since I don't have money right now <laughs> to go to 511 in Oklahoma City, I have to wear my work pants all you the time. You ride with me. I drive there once a month. <laughs> once a month I go to OKC because I drive to the VA. Uh-huh. You can ride with me once a month. It's around the 16th to the 18th every month, depending on when I find time to actually close the store. I like the cargo pants because then, you know, cell phone room, wallet room, Mm -hmm. concealed carry. Uh, And the water wicking is always weird because some are, like, more oily and waxy than they need to be when they're waterproof. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think these are are those. Are they? Yeah, the ones that I'm wearing. These are the ones I got from Medical Jets when I went to New York. Because it was part of their uniform, and they bought them for me. Well, I used to wear my flannels all the time because my parents didn't know I had tattoos. Now they know, but I don't wear them as often. You were very. Were you the only child? No, I have an older brother. Oh yeah, I went like three, three and a half years without them noticing I had tattoos. They sell fucking kilts. Five Eleven <laughs> sells kilts. Tactical kilts. Is that what it says? Limited edition multi cap. Yeah, at first that was uh, an April Fool's joke, and then they decided to make it a real thing. Really? Yeah. Did you ever find out if that was um, What's-Your-Face that stopped by during the oh, expo? Oh, it is. Yes, she came by the store. Oh, really? Still came back, yes, to the store. She's single? Yes, she is single. She's dealing with a, a child situation, something to do with her children, that she's trying to recover her kids, uh, and also... For some fucking reason, she FaceTimed me the day after she called and came to the store. And then she FaceTimed my wife. And then no answer. We both were like, eh, no, we don't want to FaceTime random Estelle Hogan. And so we decided, all right, we'll just text her back. I'll text her and be like, hey, how are you doing? Do you need anything? Are you okay? I'll be the dim-witted, loving boss that's like, hey, let me give you a hand. Are you all right? While my wife is watching, so that way there's no tomfoolery. And sure as shit, no response. I'm pretty sure she caught me. Maybe I should message her. You should. You should ask her how she's doing. You know what I thought of you? Chris mentioned you had swung, uh, came by the store. What's this? Oh, my phone somehow unlocked itself. (laughs) Face ID, right? Man, it's it's going to messages. What What have you said to her before? What have I said to her before? I think just that one time when I was like, hey, you want to go out and grab something to drink? When we first met, oh my gosh, that was the most awkward thing. Because when when we first met, it was the, the, what was it, getting an IV. Second time was the podcast. And I always ask, like, decently cool people to be on the podcast. The weirdest thing was your, your secret time thing. Oh, secret time? 
So that you find hilarious, but not the uh, 100%. God, don't do that. Oh. It's, so if I said, hello, hello, that, that's helpful. It's just that 100%, that adjective that's like at the end of every sentence where it's like you're doing the 100% thing. It's so weird. That I'm going to break you of eventually if we hang out in real life, not just drinking on a podcast. Never, never. I'm never going to drop it. <laughs> never going to drop it. How long have you been doing it? Years. Years? Yeah, years. It's not something that's like I'm just you like. You can't cons- pinpoint the time you heard it from somebody. Oh, yeah, I can. Yeah, I definitely. Uh, watching uh, Two Bears, One Cave. No. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> Yeah. Because. Oh, and I would, uh, like, when I was in paramedic school, I would drive it to this. It hasn't been that long, though. You should be able to break it. It was like in 2019. So, yeah, it has been that long. It was pretty. It was, yeah. <laughs> It's been pretty. I think even the people who said it to you broke it. No, I think Burkheiser still says a hundred percent. So what happened in the EMT thing? Oh, like no, just like whenever I would have to. So it was a hybrid class, and I would have to drive to the city for like my physical classes and going to the hospital, working on the ambulance or whatever. And I would listen to the Two Bears, One Cave podcast. And Burt Crasher would just always say, 100%. And I was like, okay. Like, it would just, that, just that thing would get stuck in my mind. Just him saying, 100%. 100%. What? 100%. That shit is crazy to me. It's because it's all I would listen to on my drive to Oklahoma City is Two Bears, One Cave. Uh, 100%. <laughs> Yeah, and then, like, it just started slipping into my every day of, like, a hundred percent. He's one of my favorite comedians, and I didn't even know that was one of his things. Oh, yeah, a hundred percent. Dude, that is crazy. Apparently, Elon Musk is back on Joe Rogan's podcast. Yeah. Halloween? They shot a, (laughs) Joe Rogan shot a compound bow at his uh, Cybertruck. Yesterday? No fucking way, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did you watch this yesterday? Oh, I didn't watch the whole thing, but on TikTok, I think last night, I saw that Joe Rogan shot his, that's why I brought it up, because Joe Rogan shot his compound bow. I think it says like seven, 700 Seven, pounds. Yeah, 700 pounds of pressure, but also like 1,500 feet per second or something in speed. Yeah, and I mean, you'll see it. Like, it blunted the tip of his arrow. No way. Oh, yeah. It like shot, there's a little spark, too. Yeah. It's probably from when they fucked up and threw the ball and then smashed the door. And they were like, oh, well, it broke the glass. He had a whole explanation last time he was on there. I got to watch this podcast tonight. I can't believe I did not fucking record the first 40 (laughs) minutes of this podcast. We'll have to do this again, just an excuse to do it again. And then fucking make sure I'm recording this time. Oh, yeah, 100%. The point being, I don't. The problem is, if I had employees that ran the store and I wouldn't be able to, like, break off and do things that weren't at the end of the day where my brain would work, you know, comprehensively. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I would line so much more shit up in my life. You'll get there, baby. You'll learn. It's, I know how to do it. The problem is I just need two people. Two people. One from 10 to 2, one from noon to 4. That's it. Well, you got one yeah, already. He, this new guy is the nerdiest, funniest, like, 27-year-old, but he seems like he's 16. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's a little sad, but also very funny. His name is Kyle, like my brother Kyle, so I'll never forget it. So Kyle is doing well. He did an iPad 7 on his first day. Was that Monday? Yeah. Yeah, I think I was there. Yeah. yeah. I was very impressed. 
you may see this. I was genuinely impressed. And he's a pretty chill dude. Yeah, I was surprised. You know, uh, he knows all the animes. He hangs out, plays magic, does everything. Apparently he had a bad experience at USA Comics, so he doesn't go out there anymore. Mm. Some people do, some people don't. Yeah. It's a small town, so once you get made fun of, you're like, yeah, fuck this. There's no other place to go to and then, like, build up your confidence again. Right. Which is also another reason I'm just kind of, like, fucked in the head because I'm like, well, they should have a competitor. They should have a competitor. You know what? I know the perfect building for it. Ivy Medic should have a competitor. (laughs) We do. We do have competitors. Who? Dr. Lehman. uh, He does uh, IVs here in town. How much does he charge? Uh, See, you haven't cold called him. Well, his is different because he can take insurance because he's a physician. Yeah, but how much cash does it charge? I, I don't know. 30% of Americans don't have that type of insurance. Yeah, I know. That's why miners like way cheaper Yeah. than like even the hospital. People go to the hospital new for IVs, and they come to me, and they're like, oh, man, I didn't know that I could just do IVs not in a hospital and get charged I've, way less. Yeah, I found out that I can just go to the hospital here. Instead of the VA, if I had a medical emergency or something I deemed as a medical emergency, I wouldn't have to drive at like 9 p.m. to Oklahoma City. Dude, with the way the hospital's been recently, 100% chance that they would just ship you out to the VA anyway. Really? Oh, yeah. The way the the way the hospital's been in the past. I think we talked about this a little bit. I off mean, Off camera, yeah. Yeah, off camera, but touching on it on camera, it's like... The way the hospital's been, when I was working in EMS, I was like, oh, yeah, you know, like, it might just be whoever's on, you know. You try to brush it off. Yeah, yeah. But now that, like, things have come to light and, you know, the stories that I hear from my friends who are actively, like, working on the ambulance. Oh, dude. I wouldn't wouldn't tell people to go to the the hospital here. No. Okay. It would would take – it would – on their hand, no blood running. You'd say drive two hours. Go to Enid. Go to Enid. Go to OKC. Yeah, hold on, just for context, that's an hour and ten minutes. Or OKC is what two hours even. Two net. Two hours. Two hours and a half. Two hours at ninety miles an hour. And you'd be driving ninety. Yeah. Lost hand. We're saying that if you lost your hand, go freaking wrap it. Wrap. Put it, it in ice. Ice and tourniquet. Drive like a bat out of hell. Yeah, whole two ass. Two hours flat. You'd rather wait two hours than go to the hospital, not even half a mile. I lost com- I've, I've lost confidence in the hospital here. It's going to take a lot for them to gain confidence and trust back, not just for me, but for the community here. But weren't they just bought by somebody? Yeah, but, I mean, sometimes just being bought by somebody is just that. Just being bought by somebody yeah. doesn't really change anything. We discussed that they, they're probably going to put money into something, but buying a hospital like that is going to be like why would you do it you know there's there's got to be either something they're missing that they're not monetizing so well or something they're going to monetize way too well and everyone's going to hate them yeah so sometimes hospital boom yeah sometimes a name change is just a name change for for the hospital i couldn't imagine i had a fungal infection i had to go to oklahoma city I was like, I'm not dealing with this anymore. Need to see a doctor now. It's just an annoyance. Boom. Turns out it was in my nails, still in my nails. That takes like a year and a half to get rid of. Take oh, really? Every day. Fuck that. I'd rather just them cut my nails off. It's it's almost like you could put a uh, 
a tweezer on my nail and like fold it. It's so pliable. It's super weird. Like this one kind of just like dips down. Mm-hmm. It's weird. So then the doctor's like, you can't elect for that. I'm like, what do you mean? Well, at the VA here, we don't elect for the worst case option. You can't tell me what the worst case option is and have us do it. We won't pay for it. Fuck you. Tell me what the fuck. Like, if I want them just to cut it off, cut it off. Like, boom, I got an infection in my leg. Cut it off. I'll deal with it. Man up. Get over it. Learn. New. Boom. Done. This shit, take my nails. Like you're, the, you're the patient. Yeah, because if I, they were saying, well, if you scratch your face or you scratch your eye, boom, you get candida from your nail into your eye or into your bloodstream, you die. Thanks. No thanks. Take the fucking nails. Like, why can't I just get them to fucking cut them off? You can always do it at home. How do you remove nails at home? Pliers. No, no, no. That can't be a real thing. The rest of this bottle of no. of rum, and then you just take your freaking, just rip them off. So if anybody in the comments wants to let me know how to remove my physical fingernails in the comments below, I would appreciate it. Besides alcohol. a plier and alcohol, there has to be a way to dissolve dead material from your fingers. I you know, if, if you're dissolving your, your nails, you're more than likely going to dissolve your fingers. How is that? Because your nails are dead, right? It's dead skin, dead cells. Your nails? Yeah. It's living. It grows. No, it only grows because it's a compact of dead material that's pushed out. It's like a, a pimple. Like the only reason it's it's not growing, it's really getting bigger with dead material that's being packed into the pore. Ah, Mr. EMT, I got one on you. Hey man, I don't claim that I know everything. <laughs> All right. I can't. All right, but still, it's one of those moments where you're like, there's got to be something that can kill dead material versus live material or choose living and dead. If there isn't, then what the fuck are we doing? Yeah, I know something that chooses between living and dead. Pliers. <laughs> Just saying. I can fold my nails. Like, literally, I can pull up my nail halfway. You see how deep that is already? Yeah. So I can I could pull it halfway if I wanted to. I'm telling you, Chris, just do it like they do in movies for, like, when somebody's taking out a bullet out of somebody's shoulder. Just have Leslie... Put some, like a little towel in your mouth that after works. after that you works. drink. Don't tell me it doesn't work. That and works. just have her rip the nail out. I have extracted a round, nine millimeter round. Well, technically, I think it was a twenty-two, but we didn't know from a let's say associate's limb, and a wooden stick sufficed. He passed out halfway through, but he definitely bit the shit out of that stick. It still was something. Yeah. yeah. I think my patients are calling yeah. me. All right, everybody. We appreciate you. Like, comment, subscribe. Sorry for the fuck up on the video, but you're just going to have to deal with it. If you don't deal with it, go to the other podcast that gives two shits uh, <laughs> more times. All right, everybody. We'll see you next time. Peace.